playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Cast, featuring Search Engine Land Editor-in-Chief and Search Marketing Expo Chair, Danny Sullivan, keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of today's happening in your world. The Daily Search Cast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed. On the latest from Google, Yahoo, Microsoft Live, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your host. Well, that's right, everybody. I want to welcome you to today's edition of the SearchCast. It's going to be spooktacular as it is Thursday, October the 30th. That's right, baby. Almost Halloween. And, of course, I would like to welcome, of course, of course, your most spectacular host for this show, Danny Sullivan. How are you, buddy? Good, Darren. I'm trying to like come in and do the video co-hosting at the same time, but I can't see the little option on the little window. There's a little option on the window. I, I, I see. I don't know. I, I don't do the the, the little uh, the screen thing much. Okay, it's invited. Uh, okay, oh, there we are. There, do, okay, do you find right, it there? So now I can check because I can see you sitting there in the studio. And How I'm are like, you? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, I want to play. <laughs> I see. I don't do this very often. I, I'm. I'm. But it, there's Danny. Hey, how are you? See, I'm. I'm oh, sitting I, here playing with my stress ball. Stressing uh, stress balls are good. Oh, uh, you know. Cool. Yeah, you know. It is what it is. Excellent. All right. Well, anyway, we've got. And I was trying to load up the uh, chat room so I could drop the URLs uh, as always, but that seemed to be down at the moment. But we'll uh, we'll sort some things out as we go along. Oh, Darren, Darren, just so much. So much stuff to do. Uh, we've got a car pumpkins. Uh, I mean, and yeah. there's been some new stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. I have to carve my Obama pumpkin because I can't, like, get a dang sign sent out here. <sighs> I thought that would be kind of fun. Yeah. It's going to say pumpkins we need. I, I, I believe in that, too. Haven't gotten around to it yet, though, sadly. <laughs> sadly. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's take a look. Uh, how, where, where should we start off with? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. Dang me, dang me, dang me. Oh, I'll take her open. Okay, now that's from, uh, what's it? That's from, uh, that's Robin Williams, right? I want to say Apocalypse Now, but no, it was Good Morning Vietnam. So uh, let's start off. Uh, uh, I don't know if I, uh, I, I might have gotten in trouble on this, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Blumenthal over at uh, Understanding uh, Google Maps and Yahoo Local has been just really getting more and more irritated over the way that uh, local businesses are finding their, their listings getting hijacked. And what happens is you can go along, and if there's a, uh, a local business listing that you find in Google Maps, okay. you can go through and edit it to your heart's content. And so you've had people find, say, a local florist, and then they change the title of the local florist to the name of their own, like, say, online site. Right. And they change the URL to that, and they change the phone number to their own phone number. And so they just see who's ranking well for a particular phrase, and then they pick up the traffic from it. Uh, it's just pretty sucky, don't you think? Well, yeah, but Danny, I mean, that's, gone, that's, that's happened for a long time, though. You know, people have hijacked traffic, you know, from other successful websites for years. Oh, sure, but not not with this much ease. I mean, you know, yeah, oh, okay, true. so you managed okay. to... 
you managed to maybe get the the three hundred one or the three hundred two <laughs> thing doing the stuff, and yeah. you picked up some of the listings. But it wasn't, you know, it, you, you to make that sort of thing happen, you kind of had to uh, be going up against a site that usually didn't have that much authority or whatever. And I mean, in this case, it's like, hey, do you want to help yourself to a site? Go have at it. You know, it's wow. it's been he's been but anyway he's been disturbed about it and he's been like you know why isn't Google doing more they don't seem to be doing much stuff with the staff so we were emailing each other earlier this week and I said well you know um, if we were to like take over some large companies that probably would focus a little attention on it so um, uh, we did <laughs> so um, what happened is uh, I went through and I claimed like Yahoo and I changed Yahoo's listing to say Yahoo uh, I changed it to say Microsoft formerly Yahoo, oh. and I was changing their telephone number over to say, like, Google and their address to whatever I want. And, oh. and this is it. You know, you make the changes, and boom, there you are. They were done. Wow. Um, Mike went over, and he changed uh, Microsoft's uh, headquarters, I believe, into the Microsoft Escort Service. <laughs> because, you know, occasionally you some escorting or whatever. Yeah. And he was checking out. He's like, you know, he could have done this to Apple, IBM, Coca-Cola, GM. These are large companies that have not claimed their, their listings. And so and we've put it all back. And, like, I didn't do the change to Yahoo for very long. Uh, but it, it's, it just kind of illustrates the point on how easy it was for this to be done. Now, <clears throat> to be, one thing is that you can only do these edits to business sites that have not been claimed. So if you have a business listing and you go over and say, hey, that's my listing, you uh, fill out a little form, and then Google will call you up, literally call you up on the phone and ask you for your PIN number, or they'll send you a little postcard or whatever, and then that becomes your, your, um, you know, your listing, and then nobody can edit it. It belongs to you. It's totally secure, right? But a lot of people just haven't done that, and some of these big companies as well. And if they've not done it, then anybody can do these kinds of edits. And sure, if we had changed Yahoo!, I don't think that, you know, if we really the Microsoft Escort service, that wasn't going to survive probably for very long. Someone was going to notice it, right? I would but, think. Um, the smaller businesses, sure, they, they might have gotten hit. Right. So anyway, um, we did that. Um, this always got a little bit of attention. And then now the local business center had gone down. Um, they said it was temporarily unavailable to claim businesses for an hour, and that was like at uh, 2 o'clock my time, and it's 4 o'clock. So it's been like two hours. So now I'm kind of worried if we've, like, you know, but then again, I, part of me is like worried we crashed it, caused too many people to try to claim their businesses. Yeah, right. Or that they said that, you know, maybe they immediately decided to implement some of the suggestions. I mean, one of the things we were saying was, you know what, don't let people edit things unless they're, it, you know, don't let people edit stuff. Or if you're going to let people edit business listings, get a class of people who are allowed to suggest edits and somebody else who goes through and approves them. Or... Um, you know, make it easier for you to track what's going on, right? There's no way for me to go through and see all the changes that have happened on Google Maps. Right. And when you actually get into some of these floral listings, you can realize, hey, this same person is going time and time again and changing everybody's company name to their name. It's pretty easy to spot. So why not enlist people to help Google, you know, police the area as well? So there there be uh, some complaints on local business listings. Yeah. I would agree. Darren, I'm looking right at you. It's like gazing in my eyes through the camera. I am, Danny. I'm looking deep in your eyes. Do you see that? (laughs) It's kind of scary. I know. It's kind of weird, isn't it? That old two-way thing. I know. Oh, 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 anyway. Yeah. Um, So let's let's leave that behind. Let's talk about... um, I was... was, uh, Lorna was telling me it's hard to see me because I'm having to look up at my screen, see... Because I'm actually reading, I'm trying to interact, so you know it's hard for me to go back and forth. You just got to sit there and like 
talk to me. Yeah, I know. It's kind of cool, actually. I, you know, <laughs> I can actually sit here and if you, if you, you know, I'm, I'm having a little uh, <clears throat> planter's peanuts while you know you. you yeah, you, I saw. <laughs> Yeah, I might have something later. Uh, I might go you know, after a little this tasty first. beverage, you know, cold beverage. I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so the next thing that we have up here is uh, Google's explaining how they uh, may flag some sites as malware. So they, um, again, there's cases where they find websites and they think, you know, this site, we think it might be not a good place for you to go to. So now they've, they've been doing this actually for some time where they put a little note up in the listing saying, this site may harm your uh, computer. And oh. if you try to go to it, they like kind of stop and say, "Whoa, hold on there! Are you sure you want to go in there? Hang on, put some protection on it, whatever." But yeah. um, <clears throat> anyway, they've done a post explaining to you, uh, webmasters, how it may happen that sites could be tagged as malware and uh, what to do in case that this happened to you. That there's tools you'll get an alert by email saying, "Hey." Uh, we think your site's malware. You might want to check it out. And uh, some tools that they have within Webmaster Central that you can use to, um, you know, try to help prepare people uh, mm. know that this sort of thing's happening. And there's a lot of guidance. Always dailysearchcast.com. Find today's episode, and then you can uh, find URLs to everything that uh, we're talking about today and, and get the information. Uh, oh, and the chat room's coming up, so I'm going to be able to load this up here. Hang on here. Because uh-huh. I like to drop the URLs in there for those who are diligently listening live. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's always fun. Always diligent uh, live listeners. Uh, meanwhile, Microsoft, you know they got that virtual image, uh, uh, virtual earth imagery? Yeah. This is where they like kind of, they, they got the airplanes that are flying around and, and, and looking at people and putting the pictures out there. I think what that's cool What they've done stuff. now is they've taken some of these images that are available if you're using Windows Live, Microsoft, MSN, Local Live, <laughs> that search thing, you know. Yeah. Um, now they've just put the images out on the web, some of this bird's eye panoramic stuff. So if you're doing a live search image search, uh-huh. you can get the pictures that way, which is kind of handy because the next time you want a picture of, say, the Statue of Liberty, you don't have to, like, go over and say, okay, I'm going to find where it is in Windows Live, and now I'm going to, like, screenshot the thing. You know, they've already, they've already screenshotted it for you. So how, how cool is that? That's cool. I I, I, fi- I find that whole you know the, the whole map thing cool period. Yeah, maps uh, maps be a cool thing I think. And what's also cool? Hey, Dad, did you get your iPhone yet? I d- <clears throat> yeah, right here, <laughs> right here, right here, baby. Love that phone. Mine has a little uh, slip lid on it. Can I tell you? I, I, I've I've said this before, and it, it does somewhat make my my wife a little bit jealous. I I I yeah I I have I've said I would actually I would actually make love to this phone every day. Mine mine's telling me right now that I've got the search cast. Uh, I'm supposed to be doing the search cast. <laughs> I just went dark. See that there? Yeah, yeah, I know. Search, search cast. Uh, apparently, I have to do it twice. Ah, uh, yeah. Kind of funny, huh? Yeah, there you go. Got it going. So anyway, uh, yeah, I asked you about the iPhone because. Just wanted to do some banter. Well, well, actually, Danny, I don't. We haven't been talking. Did, did you? Did you just see? Nothing to do with the show. I just got a text message from AT and T that says your Apple iPhone ha- now has free AT and T Wi Fi access at thousands of hotspots nationwide, including Starbucks. Yeah, they used to have that in the first place, if I remember. And then they took it away from people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't care, you know, whatever. But it's back. It's now. nice to have it. I like it, but yeah. I'll use the 3G if it's there. But 
the reason they're doing that, of course, is because they want you to like use the Wi-Fi because the 3G collapses. But the reason I ask you in relation to the uh, things that we're talking about today is because uh, Google Earth was released for the iPhone, and I haven't downloaded it yet, but it looks pretty kicking, pretty nice, cool. Nice. You know, Google Earth is the actual software you can use to go and fly through the world and see all the stuff or whatever. Sure. And uh, so you can go through and you can load this thing along and get like satellite images uh, right on your phone. You can, can zoom in and can zoom out. You can get the business stuff that's out there. So it, it looks kind of neat. I, I can't go the 3G yet, Danny, I, I, because oh, I, I've oh. jailbroken my, my older phone and oh, it's got better apps and they're free. Why pay you know, for apps you know, on the 3G? Sorry. I, I mean, you know. I see. I see. I understand now. I admit it. I jailbroke the phone, and I love it. I love it. I, I'm sorry. I, w- I will sacrifice 3G for this free app store. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not that, I'm not that into it. I'm just going to stick with it. So now you, you, you probably can't even install Google Earth. You're, you're going to lose out. Well, anyways, for those for everybody else listening, you should go do it. There and you there you not only, uh, by the way, for the people using the iPhones, who are they? Who are they, Darren? Who do you think uses iPhones? Who, you know, what's your typical iPhone men. person? Men. men. If you ask well, yeah, me, but, I mean, okay, men. men. What kind? And by the way, that's wrong. But what kind of men? <laughs> uh, I, I would say your 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 average um, heavy duty internet user. Because I, I'm a heavy internet user, and I use this iPhone all day long for everything. I use it for for driving directions. I, I use it for you know pulling up restaurant phone. I use it for everything. And would you say you know kind of like that annoying Mac guy in the commercial? You know that sort of person. Like, hey, I'm Mr. Techie. Hey, John Hodgman. I'm cooler <laughs> than you, even though he's not right. <laughs> I ask that is because there's a big new survey out. Uh, Comscore's done this whole thing talking about who uses the iPhone or whatever. And one interesting point here, um, the, uh, oh, my goodness, very expensive report, too, uh, $5,000. Oh, wow. Uh, but one of the things about it is that um, the typical iPhone user is apparently, um, or one of the growing demographics are uh, low-income people. Uh, people, because they're deciding, hey, you know, having an iPhone means I don't have to have a MP3 player, don't need to have a camera, uh-huh. don't need to have a regular telephone. Right. So don't need to have a computer. Phone. Don't need a computer. You you got it all it's, with it's, the, with the iPhone. It's all in one uh, convergence. It's total convergence in a handheld device. But but come on. There's also a search aspect to all this report too as well. Very very interesting. Okay. Um so, first of all, a uh, number of iPhone users who are searching daily, um, you've got, uh, of all mobile phone users, everybody who has a mobile phone, 2% say they search daily. Of iPhone okay. users? No, of all mobile of phone all users. Mo- so okay. Okay. Of, of all, all phone mobile. users, okay. 2% say they search daily, 2%, 3% say they search once a week, and then like 5% say they search maybe once to three times per month, okay? Okay. That's your benchmark there. Okay. You hanging with me on that? I'm there. I'm there. Now, if you step it up to a smartphone user, okay. somebody who's got a phone like we used to have back sure. when we used to use Windows Mobile, then we yep. got smarter. Yep. Um, then smartphone users, 11% are searching every day. Uh, <coughs> excuse me as I die, almost every day. 15% are searching at least once each week. The numbers are starting to go up. You get to an iPhone user, a quarter of them are searching every day. Absolutely. 
20% are saying that they're searching at least once a week. Uh, so there's a lot of search activity going on, and we've got some good numbers that support that. But, Danny, I, I, mean, would, say, while, I, I would say oh, it's got to be oh, – the UI is much better on the iPhone, oh, yeah. though, for search. It, it, it oh, yeah. really does. It, 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 it forces you into opening that browser a, a lot more often, and you are going to search more often with the iPhone. Me- meanwhile, might I, might I add – uh, you've got other things going on. Uh, and so um, you've also, in terms of search, got uh, the percentage of mobile. Who, who's getting those searches, right? Who, who do you think is getting the searches? Who do I think is getting the searches? Yeah, who would, you know, which search engine? Well, G- Google. <laughs> of course. Like we, like, like I mean, we know, I mean, come right? on. But anyway, so yeah, Google's getting the uh, traffic. So of all mobile phone usage out there, half the searches for mobile phones are going to Google for all phones. Okay. Yeah. And then another thirty percent go to Yahoo, and then ten percent go to Microsoft. Wow. Nine percent really. If you go to smartphone users, sixty percent are going off to Google. Yahoo loses a little bit; they get down to a quarter, and Microsoft picks up a percentage because some of those smartphones Windows Mobile. So they, you know, there's a little bit of punch that they get off of that. You go up to iPhone, seventy percent yeah. goes to Google. Twenty-five percent goes to Yahoo and Microsoft, like five percent. So. Danny, one question. No, you can have two if you want. Okay, but but just one. Where, where are the iPhones concerned? Do you actually use it to make calls? Occasionally. Okay, just checking. Occasionally. <laughs> I was wondering if that five thousand dollar report included that that particular. I, statistic. You know, I you don't use it that much to make calls, isn't really? To be honest, but I you know I, I don't, do. I don't. I'm not around that much. I mean, I still don't have a whole lot of people I'm calling. I have a great ringtone for you, by the way. I'll have to play it for you, you know, offline. Oh, okay. And see, I haven't even gotten around to changing my ringtone. Although, <laughs> I got the kids' phones. Because then it was like, you know what? You guys should have some phones that way if we want to know where you're at. Uh-huh. Um, you know, right. we're drunk and stumbling along the boardwalk. <laughs> then maybe we could just call you and say, hey, go home. Um, <laughs> eat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's no one here in the house. What is it? No, anyway, so we got us the phones, and I uh, got the phones that were like little MP3 players, and I was like, oh, I'm like all pumping up the kids, um, the kids' little phones that are there, putting That's on the funny. music and everything like that. So, anyway, uh, and they're not iPhones. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> let me find you a phone that you're probably not going to break too quickly, and that if you do, isn't going to cost me an arm and a leg to replace. Yeah. Hey. Uh, one other thing, <laughs> so I gotta do this. Uh-huh. There, there's like a SEO tool for the iPhone. It's oh. it's uh, called Pro SEO iPhone SEO Content Analyzer. Um, you can download it. It's fifteen bucks, I okay. guess. So you know, I might spend the fifteen bucks just to, to to check it out and see what it's like. Oh, hey, we got Barry from oh Barry's out here from Australia. Barry, yeah. you're up late. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Barry Smith, who does our shows, you know, the SMX uh, Australia show. Yeah. Uh, He's terrible, too, because he treats the speakers better than I do. You know, <laughs> I, I go to his show. You know, I go down to Australia this year, and he's like, here's some wine, here's some backpacks, here's a T-shirt, here's a back massage, here's a nice chair. I'm like, Barry, you got to stop doing this. <laughs> All my, my 150 speakers are going to demand the same things. Anyway, That's funny. Um, so you can download this tool, and it allows you to uh, see the source code of a page, list the meta keywords, the descriptions, the meta tags, do counts of tags on it, the... Uh, um, body of the text without tags that are anchor text in it, inner HTML. I mean, yes. Yeah. That's this, cool. This, you, yeah, I know a lot of people hit PubCon next week, right? Yep. So uh, all I can say is, hey, you know, you want to look really cool, 
Matt Cutts, I'm talking to you, right? Because he'll be up on a panel. And, and, you know, he gets up there on the panels, and he gets his computer. He goes, I got my little tools here. Let me just check it out. It's like Matt should just whip out his phone. He goes, well, let me just uh, check this out here. Actually, Google's probably written some special iPhone tool yeah. thing at this point. Oh, so yeah. He goes, yeah, let me just ban you right now. You know it's coming. I got a special IT, I got a special iPhone application that allows me to do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, hang on. Here. I'm just going to launch a, a few more things, decide which ones we're going to do, and try to figure out when we want to segue. Uh, I'm going to do a couple more stories, and we'll take a little break, and we'll come back, and we'll do, we'll do some more stuff. But anyway, whoa. Uh, so, Stephen Spencer, you know, speaking of conferences, he was at our SMX East show, and um, we did this panel called uh, Tools, Glorious Tools, or as I like to think of it, Tools, Glorious Tools. Love it. You know, like the song, right? Anyway, so. Uh, so we had people talking about tools or whatever, and he's come through and he's done sort of a post off of that where he's talking about the cool tools that are out there that he thinks SEOs may want to be using. So he talks about uh, SEO Moz has their pro tools, the uh, the Linkscape analysis tool that they've got out there, anchor text analysis, popular searches. These are things you've got to pay for. Uh, Jim Boykin's Internet Marketing Ninja Tools, co-citation analysis, is this word with that? Are these pages with that? Uh, common bank links for your competitors, deep link ratios. Shoe Money has tools. It's funny, Shoe Money, too. You got to, he's all like, I'm not an SEO, but it seems to have a lot of SEO tools. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought SEO sucked. Uh, the Raven Inquisit has got <laughs> a lot of tools throughout their keyword discovery. So it gives you a nice list of all these things. As always, dailysearchcast.com, find today's episode, get to the URLs that are out there. Uh, and then he talks about free tools. Tools like Hub Finder, Backlink Analyzer, SEO for Firefox, that's Aaron's Walls tool that's yeah. out there yeah. that'll, that'll pimp up your searching uh, listings on Google, tell you how many backlinks a particular page has, and so on with it from there. Um, Suval, which I love, it's like my favorite new discovery uh, that uh, talks about um, what you do is S O O V L E, and you go to this, and it um, you put in a word and it shows you the search suggestions that come in from other. Uh, from Google, you know, when you type in Google and they start showing you suggested searches and stuff like that, uh, it shows you that. Shows you the same thing from Yahoo. Shows you the same thing from a bunch of other places. So, nice, nice list. Nice, and, nice, and, nice. and I think that I I just got off the air with Brandy on Rainmaker, and we had on Brian Eisenberg, and he mentioned his tool, which is free. Um, it's called his WeWe. Now, I, I honestly, Danny, I swear to God. He, he says it's it's mentioned over on grok.com. So I, I I would say, you know, Brian Eisenberg's definitely an authority in the space. I would recommend go checking out Brian Eisenberg's Wee Wee. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm going to finish the show first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Danny. Just All right, checking. hey, uh, uh, Chris Sherman over at Search Engine Land, you know, executive editor there, has launched a new column called Bookshelf and has already immediately launched uh, reviews of two new books that are out there. First one, Search Marketing Inc. This is Mike Moran and Bill Hunt's uh, magnum opus, right? All right. They've updated it to, uh, I think it's their second edition, and this is one big, thick, honking book. I I might even have a (laughs) copy of it sitting over here with all my other books that I still kind of want to go through, whatever. I do. Check it out. Look at my books. I got... Search Marketing Inc. I got Bill Tanser's Click. I got two copies of Click. Lee Siegel's book. Oh and wow! Look at that. Yeah. Thick. Yeah. So there it is. Anyway, yeah. for those of you that are listening, imagine a book. That's wow. Very thick. Uh, about as thick as um, that looks like. The, that almost looks like the Flash or the ASP book. That's a it's really it's thick like, book. It's like one of those books that you might find, like you know, for O'Reilly or whatever. And yeah. It's a big one, and it goes through basically how to do search marketing. 
um, and all kinds of aspects. So he's got a nice review out there um, that tells you, you know, what to find in the book or whatever. And it's 626 pages. You could do it, but you know what? Just go buy the book. Yeah, Come on. absolutely. Uh, so they've updated it, and they've uh, updated it with a two-hour DVD where they uh, talk about concepts in the book, uh, online resources, and so on. So. Um, then uh, he's done another review of Marketing Sherpa's uh, 2009 Search Marketing Benchmark Guide that is just filled with stats. You know, how people are budgeting for search, what tactics are they using, uh, what's going on with search, search providers, measuring tactics. So those of you that you need to walk into the meeting with all those stats, that sounds like one to check out. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> kind of cap off the SEO aspect of the Today Show before we take our little break. <laughs> Uh, Google's done their third and uh, growingly popular Q&A sessions that they do online where they're answering questions for people. They're doing slideshows and everything else. So they've got a lot of good information that's out there. Um, they do one on myths and misconceptions, which I thought was really cool, although I did poke a little bit of fun at them because they had this one site where they're like, uh, duplicate content, uh, don't worry much about it. We're pretty good at figuring it out. And then, they all, then the next bullet, bullet point is, make it easy for us to find the preferred version. I'm thinking... You're pretty easy at figuring it out, but you want us to make it easy so you can figure it out. Right. If we don't make it easy to figure it out, are you still pretty good at figuring it out? And, you know, <laughs> but anyway, I think they are pretty good at figuring out, and yet I still kind of agree that, yeah, there are things you can do to just kind of help them along. Um, I'm still wishing for that duplicate content detector. I want you to be able to go in, give them a URL, and have them tell oh, you whether or not they think that URL is be primary or duplicate of some other URL. That would be great. It would be great. I mean, just be great. please, uh, someone. Just, just. Build it. And then they wouldn't have to worry about the missed things because people could just go through and say, yeah, okay, you don't think I've got a duplicate content. And right. Go, oh, okay, whatever. Right. Anyways, there's lots and lots of good information that they put out there, so definitely check out the slides that are there. Uh, they've also got the Q&A session where uh, you, can, you can read through what people were asking, uh, what people said. I'm just going to pick a question here at random. I haven't even looked. This is just live on the air. Uh, this is uh, from India. What should I do about declining ranking for my site? Can you explain how the use of subdomains helps or hurts the site's ranking? Um, generally, subdomains don't impact your site's crawling, indexing, and ranking. Uh, but if there's something specific to your site, so you might start a thread in Webmaster Tools <laughs> mentioning your site and things you've observed. So, you know, a non-answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but... <laughs> but thank you for asking. Okay. There's one for Matt. Matt. Uh, 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 Matt Cutts, let's see, some search query show a thumbnail when a result is from a video web page. How do I get a thumbnail displayed for my index pages that have videos on them? Um, and uh, they get it from video sitemaps. So if you set up some video sitemaps, that might help. All right. There's a lot of stuff there. You can go through and read it. All right, Darren. Absolutely. You know, I love you, babe, but I, can you yeah. go away for a bit? Yeah, I know. So we can pay Going to try that. Folks, stay with us. We're going to just tiptoe out of here. We're going to sneak out because sneaking's required. It's almost Halloween when we come back. Ooh. More from the head ghoul himself, Danny Sullivan, right here on the SearchCast. Stay tuned for more of the Daily SearchCast after this quick timeout. Let's play, let's play, let's play. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Well, that's right. We are back, and I see Danny. He just kind of skated off a little bit. What's he? Oh, he got. He's trumping me with the checks mix. I love it. All right, so I, I, I got. I'm sharing planners with with, with Brascar producer, and of course, Danny is pulling up with the checks mix. We're we're just gonna sit back and have a casual munchy little show. What do you say? How's that? Welcome I'm back. over here getting yeah. down to stick man because I'm slaving away to <laughs> do your show and dinner time. I am. Uh, hey, yeah, right. Happy birthday! Yeah. Google Toolbar. <laughs> happy birthday, Yahoo Search Assist. So, um, Google Toolbar has now turned eight years old. They did a little post telling you that they turned eight and that as part of turning eight, you can now. Um, Get gadgets in your toolbar to bring content for your websites closer to you. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, synchronize your settings from the toolbar to access your toolbar wherever you are. So uh-huh. I guess there's things you've done with your toolbar. Yeah. Um, you can have auto profiles and autofill where it fills out information. Interesting thing yesterday, though, you know, when I installed the toolbar, <laughs> the, you could also say that not only did the Google toolbar turn eight, but freak out over PageRank turn eight, right? Because yeah. one of the things Google toolbar does give you the PageRank meter. Right. started the whole link, paid link economy thing and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So... So that's eight years old, apparently. And uh, so what gets me is I went to go install the toolbar. You know when you installed the toolbar in the past? It was really good. It used to say, like, privacy notice. Please read this. It's not the usual yada yada. That's gone. Oh, There's really? no yada yada, not the usual yada yada. No yada yada looked, at all? I looked and I looked and I couldn't find it. Not even a little yada yada? No yada. Wow. Not even a yada. Anyway, search assist is that really cool thing that Yahoo has where you start typing and then it like drops down a little box and says, hey, yep. were you trying to search for these words or these concepts? So yep. they turned one, and uh, so it's kind of neat. So happy birthday to uh, both those two types of things. Um, I use Guru, though, G-R-O-O-W-E.com, which gives me all the toolbars in one, and, I, and, that, and that rocks. Yeah. My own little tool. Yeah. Hey, uh, Gmail, you can now get uh, emoticons. In case you're feeling like a, a smiley, uh, you know, or, or, or a sad type of thing or whatever, you can use one of those types of things. Um, and they've updated their mobile client. If you're running a uh, JavaScript-supported phone or BlackBerry, you know, if you're one of the few, you can do that. Um, and so uh, also the canned responses are like, hi, sorry, I'm not here right now. Oh, Barry's, this is funny. Barry's done this thing where, so say that you get a phrase that says link exchange right. in your email. This is great. You can set up an automated email back that says something like, thank you for your link exchange request. Although we do not feel like our site is an appropriate link exchange <laughs> for your site, you might want to review mattcuts.com slash blog and That's request a link from that blog. Great. That's great. Very <laughs> slipped that past me. I must I have been traveling it. that day. That was uh, very clever. Oh, man. That's awesome. 
Oh, Barry. Uh-huh. That's Barry Schwartz, our uh, news editor over at SearchEngineLand.com. Gotta love that. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we got that. Also, Gmail. Gmail. Rocking you. Uh, they've added some gadgets, which I don't know what those are. Uh, oh, calendar doc gadgets to the left side of your Gmail screen. So if you want to see what's going on with your calendar or whatever, I guess you could do that. And then Google Reader has got new subscription stats. So this is where you can go through and you can discover the last 30 days of posting activity for a particular subscription. So say you were to go over to uh, you know, Todd Oilman Friesen's blog, um, it would show you a bar chart that would have like one post on one day during the month, and then there would be no other bars. Uh, but then say you were going to my blog, then it would be like post, 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 because I've been writing a lot recently. Because yeah. i got some ranting to get off my chest. Or say you were going over to uh, Barry Schwartz's blog, then it would just be like 100 million posts all the time. Right. Because he never stops writing. No doubt. Except during Jewish holidays. Absolutely. Thank goodness. Yeah. We, were, we were joking, my wife and I, we were saying that Barry Schwartz could not have any other religion and still be alive. <laughs> because for those, for those that don't know Barry, he works like 100 million hours a day. Right. Except that uh, Friday night through Saturday night, right? Oh, forget he, it. He immediately goes offline. He has to go offline. Shabbat. So, for, yeah. Right. Yeah. So he goes offline. And I, and I feel like, thank goodness he does that, because otherwise he would explode, right? Yeah. And then in October, you guys had a lot of Jewish holidays, so he had more time off. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Like second, oh, yeah. The, Darren, the, the, the very second that, like, the holiday officially ends, he's on email. I'm back. What's going on? I'm checking out everything. He, he, he's really into it. Uh, that's so. great. That's well, great. He'd never, he'd never make it as an atheist. Matzo ball he'd soup so, in like, one hand, brisket in the other. Sixty days and then just collapse. Ready to so. go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, great. so you go get your stats from Google Reader Trends. Let's uh, go right along. Oh, and then everybody's gone nuts. The Google has added RSS feeds for web search. And they're kind of lamely implemented, I have to say. And other people have said this as well. But I guess you got them. you got to go to Google Alerts. you got to do the search that you want to do. Um, and then you got to set it up over there. Rather than just do the search, find the RSS icon. Say, say you did a search for Darren, right? right. You want to monitor what kind of searches are going on for Darren? I should just go do a search for Darren on Google. There should be a little link at the top. I should sure. click on the link and make that happen. But that's, that's not the way it goes. Okay. I'm just saying. Don't blame me. I didn't do it that way. I, I, I mean, but you can set it up in Google Alerts, and now you can get the feeds go into, and they can go into Google Reader. You can just subscribe them to, to them directly. I'm actually still playing with it a bit more to understand exactly how they're they're working. But yeah, because uh, I, I get the standard uh, alerts. I had I, I haven't set it up yet through the reader. So let me know how it works yeah. out. I will. I will. Maybe. You're nice to me. Uh oh. Uh oh. Because oh, no. uh, because of course I uh, want to set it up on my iPhone. <laughs> I lost something here. Uh, no. Well, you could do it. You have Google Reader on your iPhone. Shut up. <laughs> no, you're just trying to. You're not even like being helpful. You're just trying to be annoying. Now. I know. I'm just poking at you. Uh, <sighs> I need a little something to eat. I, I, I make a right. make a pound of throw here. All right. A peanut eating boy. Yeah, I know. What can I say? <laughs> Yeah, they are good. They are good. Yeah, Brasco, he's 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 loving them there. You know, what can I say? A little chipotle. On the roadside on a summer day, chatting with my messmates, pass the time away. Something, 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 something. something. Oh, goodness, how delicious! Eating goober peas. All right. So, uh, Google. They you remember they had that thing where you would um, do a search 
and then there were little icons that would let you like hide a result or move it up or move it down. Oh and, yeah. And we kept having to call it that's the Google like don't like move results up or down feature. Right. Everybody freaked right. over that one. Right. Well, it's it's back now more. You still can't. Uh, you can you can actually kind of hack the URLs to make it. Uh, you do a search, and then at the end of your search, put ampersand. SWM equals two, and then you can get those features. And uh, ah. it's called, it's got a name now called Search Wiki. Search Wiki, really? Search Wiki. Okay. So I'm going to do a search for Darren. Let's see what comes up here. Uh oh. Darren Worldwide Trading, Darren Malakian, Darren Babbitt. Not bad, Darren. Not bad, number four. Hey. Hey. That is not bad at all, my friend. You hey. are like some kind of a guru of SEO. Thank you very much. Oh, my God, I'm number two for my name. Yes! <laughs> Woo! Woo! On you, man, on you. Yeah, you, you got me, Danny. I feel poor old Danny Elf, man. That's just not right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but if I do that search, um, that rocks. Yeah, I've like, not even been on the page for, like, ages. Yeah. Uh, now if I do this little thing, I get these all search wiki notes. It comes up here. Oh, I'm not quite seeing them, so it doesn't quite work the same way. Anyways, hang in there. It's, it's clearly going to come. Yeah. Clearly. Cool, cool. All right, uh, let's uh, move right along-ish. Uh, um, Brent Sutoris kind of, kind of, kind of poured a big heap of cold water all over Yahoo Buzz. You remember Yahoo Buzz, right? Uh-huh. Um, they, uh huh. They, they were always like, "Oh, it's exciting! It's going to kill Dig. It's going to be going at it. It's going to be doing stuff, whatever." And he's coming through and saying, "You know." They said this could be this way for everybody to like get their content, lots of traffic from Yahoo. But as I'm looking at it. Most of the things that they're featuring on the Yahoo homepage in Yahoo Buzz is content from Yahoo itself. Yeah. So he basically felt like Yahoo's not sharing the love. Right. Not being as open as they're all open-ish. So we'll see. And, oh, speaking of Yahoo, you might recall that they want to do this little thing with Google, get together, be kind of like a, you know, they'd like to date. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dating, Joe man. Barton, who's a Texas Republican uh, congressman, who's been, uh, whenever he gets mad at Google, he sends them like, here are 28 questions that I could have gotten answered by reading your own help pages, oh, wow. but I insist that you answer them for me now, and he was really angry because then like Google, um, what, earlier he wanted to meet with Google, but Google's like, well, we don't know when we can meet with you, and he's like, don't you understand, I'm a congressman! So anyway, he's kind of upset. I actually so, uh, love that. Now he's upset with Yahoo, That's and great. I suppose by extension Google, because he didn't feel like he got responses to probably yet another bunch of questions that he sent off there. So uh, he's asked the U.S. Department of Justice to investigate thoroughly competition and privacy issues that Yahoo failed to address fully. And the Department of Justice says, hey, thanks for that, because like, thank goodness you told us that you want us to thoroughly investigate issues that we were already investigating. But good thing you told us to do it thoroughly, because, uh, you know, who... We wouldn't know. All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, rumor is that the whole deal isn't going to go through, that the regulators aren't, aren't going to allow it, and so that maybe uh, they have to bring in uh, another partner, maybe AOL have to come in, or maybe Microsoft will come together. You know, who knows? Going on and on and on. Point, though. I'm they were sorry. supposed to run it at the beginning of October, remember? Uh -huh. And now here we are in November, and uh -huh. it certainly ain't happening yet. Uh-huh. 
All right. What can hey, I say? Of, the chat room, of, they have their own opinion on this, as you see. I'm not repeating a I know, word of it. I'm not going to repeat I'm not repeating going on about any of it. What but, Google's doing to <laughs> Yahoo and who's lifting up whose clothing and that sort of thing. But I, I'm going to concur. I mean, you know, Danny, we, we actually aired the, the, the entire Senate hearings, and I can't tell you. Boy, the, the way they, they sling the stuff it, it, it's truly the, the, this is funny and i i love i love the way the congressman is yelling back at them you know when, when they're totally uneducated and, and, and attack like that I, I i love it well you know i would love it if they would um i don't know it, it would be cool if you would have uh i don't know more less of the politicking and more of the um i don't the, the real deal. The actual solution. Yeah, the real deal. Let, let's fix yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, AdCenter, that's a Microsoft thing you might recall. Uh-huh. They have uh, launched their upgrade. Uh, like they've rolled out 100 billion different things out there. So uh, campaign management's apparently improved. You can pause and resume ads. Um, I thought they would have had that already. But uh, editorial improvements for factor reviews, user management, content ads. Uh, in the U.S., they've uh, got a API production fall upgrade. I mean, it's just like a laundry list of things. So, as always, DailySearchCast.com find today's episode, and you can check out the things that have happened there. Uh, oh, Google, Yahoo, and Microsoft—they've all agreed on a common guidelines for free speech and human rights. Yeah. So they, you know, they've come under criticism about this, and now they've—they're um, going to try to promise to protect the personal information of their users wherever they do business, yeah. and to narrowly interpret and implement government demands that compromise profit privacy so rather than you know they're going to try to do as least as possible as least intrusive eh? I, I like this part they're going to commit to scrutinizing scrutinizing a company country's track record of jeopardizing personal information and freedom of expression before launching new businesses in the country so so they're profiling again you know, like for example Come we're on. already in china so okay. if uh they won't go back and scrutinize that okay but if they go into zimbabwe they totally think twice about that ah I mean, come on, where are they not at with this is actually going to be that? So I right. kind of felt like they're doing some things, but not as much. A little silly. Speaking of conflicts, you remember Google had that little lawsuit over uh, books? Oh, yeah, the book scanning, right? Lawsuit be done. Really? They have settled, a, uh, come up with an agreement in total about $125 million, only about $30 million going to lawyers, uh, about $125 million, which if you've got a book that they scanned that's in copyright, you actually get back up to, say, 60 bucks per book. But the, the thing that was happening with it is, is open it up for them to go through and basically now take their book database, yeah. sell the book database to libraries that want to be able to search books, charge as a subscription-based service. I mean, they basically have now like a completely authorized little LexisNexis-style kind of service that they can put out there. Yeah, yeah. And they get to share the revenues with various authors and stuff. And to be honest, I still need to go through and do some of the breakdown of the, uh, the agreement that's in there. But uh, it... It's not just like a hundred and twenty-five million settlement. It's kind of like a big licensing fee, in some ways too, where they get to get to make more use of these books. Interesting. So uh, anyway, I'm glad they resolved it in the end. I mean, Danny, we've been talking about this case now since practically the search cast began. This has been going yeah. on for quite a while. Yeah, we have been. It's almost like uh, almost as long as we were talking about Kai Fu Lee. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, so it's resolved, so they get to move forward. And I think the interesting thing, too, if you want to take one takeaway off of this, they have spent $125 million not just to settle it, but also 
to invest in it because they think there's money to be made there. Right. And if you recall, Microsoft bailed out on book search because they're only focusing on consumer search stuff. Right, right, right. right. So. Yeah. At least that's right. done. Uh, just a reminder, our SMX West show, February 10th through the 12th, is coming up, uh, and uh, you can get the early bird pricing on that. Uh, so go out there, and you can do it, and then save your money before we actually put the agenda up. If you yeah, trust us, and you can, because you know you get credit back if you didn't like it. Like we never have to do that. So um, I think you do like one or two people out of hundreds. So yeah, it's pretty good. I'm happy with that. Um, YouTube has got this new jump to time segment thing. So if there's a really good part of a YouTube video you want someone to hear. You can now jump them right to that exact point. Oh, I love that! You know the 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 um, minute and second that that's happening. You can go pick that up with it from there. Um, there, uh, Yahoo just put out some stats talking about search in the elections and what's going on there. What the uh, what the searches are showing out there. Uh, Barack Obama has had twice as many queries as John McCain. Um, the, and no idea why. Maybe everybody's like going, who is Barack Obama, right, because they're buying into that line. Or maybe they're just really interested in him. I don't know. Uh, there were six times as many searches about Cindy McCain compared to Michelle Obama. Uh, geographically, John McCain is getting most search interest in Washington, D.C., New Jersey, North Carolina, Ohio. Barack Obama is hot in D.C., Georgia, Florida, and Virginia. And for search volumes in a head-to-head in five key states, Barack Obama's ahead in all of them. Uh, he's like 62% search volume over 38% to McCain in Virginia, 57 to 43 in Pennsylvania, 58 to 42 in Ohio, 67 to 33 in Minnesota, and 62 to 38% in the home state of webmasterradio.fm. I, I, I would also like to point out that there's 190,000 SERPs for Barack Obama's The Antichrist. Really? Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. I just thought I'd point that out. Yeah. As The Antichrist? Now let me look at that. That's just me clicking my tongue. Uh, oh, wow. 266,000. Oh, yeah. 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 Interesting. Hey, we only have one more thing, and then we're done, and we're out of here. Yeah, what's that? What do you got? Google, take me to bed and lose me forever. Woo, baby. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Remember Top Gun? They're all doing the volleyball. Love that. They're out there, and they yeah. got the big chest, and you're just sitting in your seat going, um, I wish Mike didn't go on a date to see this movie because yeah, yeah. I'm not going to look like that. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm, I'm talking Google and I'm talking Top Gun because Google, they bought themselves a fighter jet. What? <laughs> yeah, they bought a fighter jet. Um, as you might know, uh, Google uh, has uh, quite quite a number of jets that are out there uh, before uh, we, we get to it. Uh, and I say Google... And we're being broad. It's actually a holding company that the Google founders and Eric Schmidt seem to own this. Um, they have a Boeing 67. They have a helicopter. And then they have a B-757. And they get to land those out of Moffett Field. And the whole argument was, well, every so often some of the scientists from NASA who operate Moffett Field get to fly on the airplanes because they have things that they don't normally get. So now uh, they have bought a fighter jet. It's apparently an Alpha jet. Um, For what? And uh, no idea who's flying the thing or what's going on. Uh, but NASA's confirmed that this holding company does. It's a, a light jet attack and advanced trainer aircraft. <laughs> Probably building up a little Air Force there in case, you know, uh, Microsoft comes to call or whatever. So, um, and. 
but the best part is not just that there's a fighter jet, and I'm not certain how you offset that, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to plant a forest for every flight. But, um, I'm going to pick my teeth fighter jet, But he gets to land it. It gets to land at, um, I'm glad I can see you on video, because you look like you're going to explode. It gets to land out at Moffett Field as well. And again, Moffett Field isn't supposed to be like, hey, um, no, it's, it's a private airport. Anybody right. just, you know, it's just an airport. Anybody gets to fly here. It's supposed to be like a government airport with a very right. few exceptions. But they get to land it there because um, it, the jet's going to be outfitted with scientific instruments for NASA missions, including instruments that other planes could not carry. Um, what? Okay. I guess NASA's a fighter jet? jets or whatever. A fighter jet? Yeah. In case Come you want to fly on. to the sun. Come on. I mean, I, 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 look, when, when the whole... Shut up! If you had $48 billion, you'd buy a fighter jet, too. You know it. I, I mean, the whole argument with the California King beds and all that, okay. There's no going to throw California King beds in But a in fighter jet... Don't get extravagant here. It's just the fighter jets. It's like the, the oh, mini of jets. Pardon me. It's just, just a fighter jet. Come on! <laughs> it's only an alpha. That's funny. Jim Hedger's like, it's only an alpha. Yeah, yet. right. You really should have bought a beta. I love All it. All right. That's hey, great. Um, that's it. That's it. We're done. Cool. Can done. I tell you? I'll go back yeah. to my, uh, my my peanuts. I the Fighter jets. What can I say? I don't know what to say to that one. Uh, <laughs> Danny, <laughs> may, may, you, may you head off to something better than a box of checks. I think I'm going to take the woman out and have a little Mexican. All right, that sounds good. uh, Have a good time, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. You better believe it. See you later. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Keep it right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Listen live or on demand to our award-winning lineup of shows anytime. Hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. Hey, all you TPC geeks and geekettes. Want to learn the secrets of successful pay-per-click advertising? This is David Zatella inviting you to join me and my guests every week on PPC Rockstars, where we give up the deepest, darkest secrets about power advertising on Google AdWords, Yahoo Search Marketing, and Microsoft Ad Center. Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log on to webmasterradio.fm now.